Corner 3 Podcast, weekly tales of the NBA's hardwood from the suburbs of Cincinnati. Check us out at thecorner3.net. know this okay go ahead go ahead. all right all right so trivia question of the week on the corner three when scotty pippen was traded from the houston rockets to the portland trailblazers he was traded for seven players name them alex i don't have jermaine o'neal uh stromile swift porzingis <laughs> <laughs> a curtain the curtain definitely. A, a first round buy in the three point challenge. <laughs> and six pairs of shoes that don't match and are all left. Ah, man. See, none of those were Stacey Ogman, Kelvin Cato, Ed Gray, Carlos Rogers, Brian Shaw, and Walt Williams. Did Love I not say Stacey Ogman? Williams. No. Uh, no. Oh. Oh, he my said bad. Porzingis. <laughs> he was. No, you know what? He, I know I said he was that. ten. He was ten when that happened. No, that that I some I slur a little bit when I say Stacey Ogman. It sounds a little bit like Porzingis. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair I could enough. see where you. I, I could see where you guys got that confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That must it must have just happened. So welcome yeah. to this week's edition of the Corner Three. If you've been counting the fast breaks and these episodes, we're officially on our tenth episode in a month. So yes, when I brought this project to you guys, did you know you'd do ten episodes in a month? Nope. No. Yeah. Well, it's been awesome. It's been fun. So we're so excited. This ball is rolling as fast as possible. Tim Daniel here, excited for an awesome yes. show where we're going to be talking with the Hoops Hype Man himself, Alex Derrickson. What's basketball? It's your favorite sport. It's You like it when they dribble up and down the court. Oh, man. Curtis Flow. Yeah. Curtis Flow. Uh, man. <laughs> and our Hoops historian himself, none other than Mr. Sean Mackey. What's going on? How are you? I am. I'm making it, man. You are making, making it. it. Making it. You're looking good, man. Excited. You're you looking, looking good. good. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right. I didn't go to the gym this week. Me neither. It's like yeah. we're twins. Right. Glasses. You know, we've got the whole thing going here. So, this is going to be a fun week on the episode of the, this week's episode of the Corner 3. We're going to talk the end of the Olympic tournament as Team USA gets the gold. Maybe not the way we thought they would, but the result we expected. Uh, we're going to touch yes. on some NBA league, uh, NBA trade rumors and give our thoughts on what we feel on some of those. Uh, Sean is really excited to be surprised on these, so I can't wait to bring those to him. And, of Yay. course, last but not least, Sean is going to give us his thoughts on NBA League Pass. And we've been waiting for this for since he said he was going to bring it to the show. So, guys, let's go ahead and get started with NBA with the Olympic news there. So, Team USA does, in fact, get the gold. Uh, not the way we expected the first week of the tournament, obviously. They had a lot of close calls. They played a lot of close games. But after uh, the prelim round, when they get into elimination, they were... Really good. Um, they obviously beat an Australia team they were way better than uh, at the end of that Australia run. The turnaround plays Spain, which I'll never be upset or fault, or fault them for a close game with Spain because they beat them by eight. And then the surprise of the tournament truly was Serbia making the gold medal game over Australia. And Australia not even meddling for that matter. And uh, first four, Which was really surprising. Very surprising. Yes. Yeah. 
first four minutes of the game, Serbia looks uh, looks like they're going to be in it, and then Kevin Durant went on, went crazy. So yes, Team USA once again wins gold. They haven't lost still since two thousand six. Uh, they're on. A, they are ending the Coach K era and entering the Popovich era for the twenty eighteen FIBA championships. So now that we are at the end of it, uh, when you look back on Team USA the twenty sixteen. Obviously, we're not going to look at them like we did the teams of 92, 96, and 2000. But we're also not going to look at them the way we looked at 2004. So, Alex, I highly doubt when we talk about great Team USA basketball teams, we'll ever mention this team. But if you can't look back on this team and give a summary, what would you say about them? I'd put them in the middle. I mean, they're they're not anything like... They don't blow you away. I mean, they do, given the rest of the talent in the field. But... Yeah, they were a team that assembled. They struggled pretty early on in the prelims and in the opening, like the the elimination rounds and everything. And then once they kind of they got started, it was great. And it's amazing what changing your center can do. Yeah, that was a huge that was a huge adjustment for them to switch out Cousins for DeAndre Jordan. I mean, other than that, yeah, it's just a team that's going to be in the middle. And I think, like I said, it's not going to really like blow you away on anything because they were expected to win. And I think that kind of like put pumps the brakes a little bit on them, but yeah, I mean, nothing surprising. I think my favorite move of the entire Olympics is during the, um, during the medal ceremony at the end of the game, when all three teams had medaled are out there, like, ev- like everyone's like Jerry Colangelo is like handing out these like gifts to the players. It's like, for, like, thanks for participating in the Olympics. It's a little like statue thing. And they get the Carmelo Anthony at the end of the line and he goes to hand it to him. And he goes, no thanks. <laughs> it's like everyone is holding his gift. Like everyone that's medaled, and Carmel is just like, "You're good." Ah, <laughs> uh, so I love that Carmelo Anthony's slow burn of being the team curmudgeon just <laughs> followed through all the way to the end. Right. I did appreciate like his post game uh, interview he did because he. He, I mean, he got a little emotional. Like you could tell he cared, and you could tell he really cared about it, and like how much it sure. meant to him. And I thought that was pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. So. That was our. Uh, we are now wrapped up, and no longer have to talk Olympics. But the sad news, that guys, is we don't have a game to talk about until the preseason starts in about five weeks. I'm okay with that. Yeah. We we have yeah, lots I mean... to talk about before then, Tim. So much. So much. We'll start making up our own trade rumors. I mean, we're technically <laughs> pressed now, right? We can start leaking stuff. That's right. That's right. Right. I'm going to get on the horn right now and get some Mark Gasol rumors started. Well, Go ahead. First, you have to make a fake Mark Stein Twitter account. Yes. Or fake Waj account. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that on JJ Reddick's podcast this week? No. No. So it's he's talking about it's the night of the draft and uh, he has family in from New York for him and his wife's house in L.A. and he's like during the night of the draft I'm grilling out and I'm kind of just minding my own with my family and he's like and I go check my phone just see what's going on in the draft he's like I get a call from Doc he's like well this can't be good so he's like he's like and I'm like my phone's blowing up because apparently like a fake um, Mark Stein account started a rumor he got traded to Memphis and like. All these, like, verified Twitter accounts were, like, retweeting it and favoriting it and commenting on it, like, what a good move for Memphis. He's like, so I pick up the phone, and I call Doc back, and he's like, um, well, I guess your trade value went down, because we just traded you to Memphis for a second-round pick, according to Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's a really interesting perspective, though, to, like, 
in this era of the way the media is presented and with social media and the instant news and instant updates and everything like that, that's got to be crazy for some players when like stuff like that happens. Yeah, because let's be honest, if you're a sports fan, you've been you've been faked out by a fake Twitter account. I was guilty of it. Fake Lodge during a free agency period. He got me a couple yes, times. Yes, you were. Yeah. Yes, you were. <laughs> yep. Which, which one was that? I think it was like, I can confirm Kevin Durant signing with Golden State before he actually confirmed he was signing with Golden State. No, it wasn't. There was, that. It was the fake Jimmy so Butler trade. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. And I was like, no. To Miami. Yeah, and I was to like, Miami. I was like, I yes. hate everything. I don't want this. And then Sean's like, no, dumbass. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I was wrong. Wojnowski's <laughs> last name isn't spelled with a Q. <laughs> yeah, I'm like going, I'm like looking at that thing that you like retweeted, and I'm like literally like I've, I've like magnified my screen and i'm just looking at the twitter handle and i'm like that's not real <laughs> you know <laughs> i think as soon as you said that like i literally went phew i know because what didn't it say that he i forget who he even got fake traded for but it wasn't it, was, it wasn't a good trade it was minnesota at one point for like yeah. um i think it was for like zach levine or something and i was like what the hell well, no, that 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 almost happened. That almost that was happened. an actual like reported rumor that had a little bit of substance to it. Yeah, it was it was it was more than a reported rumor. It was like, you know, trade talks have have have, have gotten really serious. You know, here we go. They've you know, and and then like David Aldridge just swoops in and he's like, no, there's no chance of this happening. Like one second away from someone else saying that it's about to happen, and I was like, who who's doing this? So. I just love that, like, when all that's coming out on draft night, they're like, well, Jimmy Butler's here shooting. And, like, if you. And what I learned from my trip to the United Center is you can walk by the Bulls practice facility and see them in there, like, working out. Like, it's nothing, so. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. So, there are some trade rumors going on. Speaking of rumors. Yeah. 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 Exciting rumors, right? I, guess. I don't know any of them, so I, I'm, I'm excited for them. Let's go. <laughs> so this is Sean's so surprise the, trade rumor section. The one that I read, uh, which, you know, to, to give you the validity of it, the headline with it ended in a question mark. Uh, <laughs> it was the Cavs and the Sixers exchanging Kevin Love and uh, Iman Shumpert for Nerlens Noel. Ooh. Well, would you, did you say Kevin Love for Nerlens Noel and, and Shumpert? Yes, just for Noel, <laughs> right? I, you know, I don't think that helps them in the long run. No, I, I, I also agree. <laughs> Literally, like, that's the thing about Cavs rumors is there's not a single Cavs rumor without Kevin Love in it. Like, did Demarcus that's Cousins of rumors? Right? No, he's. I, I, I honestly I think he's gone by by the by by the like end of the season this year. I think he's gone. Like I even even though he was he was decent last year, actually he was more than decent. He was great. You know, but he uh I, I don't know what it is. I, I just he's gonna get traded. It's gonna happen. Let's see, so one of the rumors I saw, because like I said, the Cavaliers are linked to like every big man. If you're on like a decent to bad team in that ratio Chances are, and you have a de- you have a good center. Like chances are, like the Cavaliers are going to be talked about being traded for him. So, I saw Marcin Gortat that they would make a deal with uh, with Washington. 
Um, I saw Nerlens Noel. I would, no. I would totally love to see Gortat in Cleveland. That'd be cool. Um, I saw Noel like you did. Um, obviously, DeMarcus Cousins. That's going to be talked about forever until DeMarcus Cousins literally ever gets traded one day. Uh, right. Never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I think that trade makes sense, but like, at, not at the same time. So the trade that keeps coming up there is Love and Shumpert for Macklemore and Cousins. Okay. I think that deal's okay, but I think we've talked about this before, and it's like, well, Vladi won't do that because the Cavs don't have draft picks. It's true. It's true, and it and they're also not getting a. I, I mean, getting a an older Kevin Love and Shumpert that doesn't help Sacramento at all. It doesn't give them a young player, you know, for the future or anything. And you know, I mean, that's that. It's not going to happen. Demarcus Cousins will not be traded to the Cavs unless they are totally desperate. They can get a better. You know they can get a better trade back from pretty much any other team. <laughs> Remember when JJ Hickson was linked to Amari Stoudemire? <laughs> oh yeah, and, and it, it would have happened. It would have happened. But yes, what, but what they were they ended up the how, one year, two years later, trading JJ Hickson for Amari Caspi. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, so, yeah. <sighs> the Bulls were involved oh, in a trade rumor. Thought you guys might laugh at this one because I think people are just starting these to start these now. Um, yeah, I, I know, right? I read on a website the Bulls had a deal with the Sixers, Taj Gibson for Jaleel, and I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Would it be cool? Yes, totally, I'd love it, but that doesn't even make sense. No, no, I, I, I really do. I think Taj will be traded this season. I do too. Uh, uh, he's got a great contract, and he is—he's one of the best bench big men out there. And I, I think he'll—I don't think he's going to fetch a whole lot, but he's going to make a playoff contender a lot better. Absolutely. So, well, let's look around. I like... wouldn't even say he—he he, he slides in my in my guy that puts a team over the hump. Oh yeah, easy, easy. Well, that's only Paul so. Millsap. Paul Millsap's the only guy that puts teams over humps. <laughs> He's a franchise changer. <laughs> well, let's kind of look at like these like big time, like these really good players on bad teams that really probably need to be moved for their careers, and like what you guys would think maybe it would take to move a guy. Like um, we've talked about Cousins obviously like a million times since we started doing this show about where we think what we think would take what we what you would have to give up for him. But look at a guy like like Brooke Lopez, like. For the love of God, you've got to get him out of Brooklyn. Like, something. Just I know. He's got to go to a team where he can go and succeed, because he's a really good basketball player. He's a good big yes, man. He is. Like, what the hell does it take to get him out of there? Obviously, Brooklyn's going to need draft picks, because they don't have any. Uh, thanks okay. a lot for that, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. But... Um, I th- you, give, you give Brooklyn Bradley Beal, and you give Washington Brook Lopez. And yeah. you you let Wall and Lopez run the offense. I like that. I love. I that like deal. that. Yeah, that's a good one. I think. I think he gets a guy they can build around, and Washington fills a very large gap. Yeah, I'd like him. Uh, I'd like him out in OKC. Actually, they have a lot of big guys they could trade yes. for him. They could get you know they could give up Sabonis and. Uh, or Cantor, Cantor or Adams, one of the two, and maybe a, a future draft pick. I think I think that's worth it, right I there. Don't, you I don't think give it Adams for Brook Lopez. You don't you don't think so? I would try and see them together. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. 
So, but yeah, one of those guys. I, I would I would do Cantor, Cantor yeah. and him for that. I think I think that's a fair deal. But I like your your Washington proposal more. I like that. That's a good one. I love that deal. Yeah, especially since Bradley Beal just signed the max. Yeah. And since John Wall said they have a tendency to not like each other on the court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, that's a good one. What else? Who else? Where's Where's DeMarcus Cousins going in two years? Because he's not going to be a king in two years. No. They're not turning it around. If they were going to turn it around, they would have turned it around last year or the year right. before. It's not going to happen. So, it's, uh, I mean... I, they're gonna. It's one. Of, it's gonna be one of those things. Like it was kind of like the Carmelo Anthony trade. Like we knew it was coming for two years, and there were. You know, we knew he was gonna go to the Knicks. Like I don't know where Demarcus is going, but there is a trade coming. You know. How would you feel about him in Denver? I don't. But but, well, who would you give up for him? Gallinari. For Reed? Yeah, but I mean that's 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 an unfair deal right there. Can you yeah. do a deal where you throw it in Bahamute? Yeah. I think I think you throw three Moutier? people. Yeah, maybe yeah. Moody Moutier. Yeah, but who's who's playing? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you got to think if if Jamal Murray comes in and becomes like a pure point guard. Yeah, and 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 Moutier doesn't work out. One of those guys is gonna is gonna be moved. So, I yeah. really hope there's at least one NBA GM that stumbles across this episode one day, and he's just like, "Fucking idiots!" <laughs> <laughs> he like puts us on blast on the internet. They don't know a damn thing. And then we go, "Sorry, Mr. Gilbert." <laughs> no, we get a Comic Sans cease and desist letter. <laughs> okay, next next one, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, where's he going? He's gonna be gone at the end of the year. It's gonna happen. Even if, even if, even with an extension. Yes. Well, he. Yeah. Does, they have not made any. They have not made their team better at all in no. the last like two or three seasons. It's been the same player, and they're playing well together. It's great, yeah. but at some point, you're gonna have to shake it up. You're gonna have to do what. Uh, you know the Phoenix Suns did. We were talking about with Owen Sanborn a few weeks ago, where it was like, okay, we, this isn't working. Let's trade for Shaq. You know, yeah. might not work, but you gotta you gotta try something different just to you know get things going. Um, Does Boston so, blow that deal open? Boston would, I think, would be the leader. I think Boston would make a deal. I know they just got Horford, but a Horford front court with Griffin could be a really big thing for them. I thought, oh, about, yeah. I thought about maybe Miami. Because uh, Miami's got some decent guards they could throw in there, a guy, and they could throw a guy like a Justice Winslow in the deal. Not that he equivalent is the equivalent of Blake Griffin in any stretch or form, but you can throw some. Guys but then in there. you got Chris Bosh's skin falling off, or whatever's going on with him. So right. I mean, you don't know his reliability going forward. I, I don't think he plays another NBA game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah, because he's so understated. But oh my God, Blake in Miami would be all right. Yeah, I like it. I, I don't like think it. it'd be easy, but I think it'd definitely be something that, you know they'd probably kick the tires on. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The NBA's leading scorer, James Harden, just hanging out in Houston by himself. Where's he go? He's not. I. You know what? He's not going to go anywhere. He's just going to sit there. He's he's yeah. uh, he he's a he's a squatter. He's and a, they're going to keep trying to build around him, and he's going to yeah. end up in Utah. That's what's gonna end up happening. He's gonna he's gonna have some year where he has some like steep decline, like a Tracy McGrady decline, and you know that's gonna be it. We're not gonna you know 
And it's sad. It's so sad. They could have won a title in OKC. They could have won a... They traded him for Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> is, is he even playing anymore? Like, he was the highlight of that deal. Like, oh, man, this guy's going to be great next year. No. 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 Neither was... And, and, and then they trade Kevin Martin, too. I was like, well, maybe that'll work for a year. He's, you know, he's still got it. No, he didn't. He didn't have it at all. So. God, there's uh, so many trade names we could throw out here. Oh, um, what about this? There's so many players I just want to see on other teams. Right. Well, what about for this? Each... Go ahead. Would you say 2017-2018 season, Derek Rose is still in New York? Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's a weird sense of loyalty that the Knicks have to, like, a lot of their name players, you know? Yeah. Yes. Like, Patrick Ewing getting shipped off. But, yeah, I I think there's a weird just – there's no sense of urgency in New York. And, I mean, those deals kind of – those deals are like a facade of one. Mm -hmm. And it was like, look at all the players we've got with, like, just a laundry list of injury history and things like that. And I think New York will just – it just seems like the Knicks organization is very just like, yeah, we'll we'll shake the pot a little bit, but uh, if it doesn't work, we'll just keep it going. And I mean, you can how often can you chalk it up to injuries? You know, it's going it's forward. a it's a two season experiment. So I think he'll be there for at least two years because this is his contract and, year. Yeah, but he's not going to get super paid this no. time. I don't think he gets a he does not get a max deal. This I don't is, know, is it under the CBA? If he's traded, Knicks retain their bird rights, or Knicks retain the Bulls' bird rights on him too, so they can yeah. go over the cap to sign him. Yeah, but would you do that? It depends on the year he has, man. Me, no. Knicks organization, probably. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if he goes they're like, out there, Eddie Curry. <laughs> they're oh. like, they're like, oh, you have you have a heart condition? Oh, that's cool. Come over here, Max Steel. Max Steel, right over here. Let's go. Let's go. And the Bulls are like, we will pay you to retire for the rest of your life. That's how serious we we really are worried about you. And they're like, nah, come on, man, money. And he's like, okay. I, I, think, I think combined, the Knicks starting lineup will miss 90 games. And they will, but if they pull off a sixth seed with maybe 45, 40, 40-ish wins, I have somewhere in that area. What's that? I had missed my six seed. I think if if they hit about ninety games missed, can, like combined, and still pull off a six seed, I think that they retain almost everybody on that roster because they're going to go injuries. Think of how great we're going to be when it's healthy. But that's kind of like the the Pandora's box of this is they won't be. We also have to think. Yeah, and they're old. Yes, they are old. Yes, um, but you got to think year two also. This is yes. the first year they can negotiate with Porzingis after this after this second year, so they can. Look at doing a long-term deal with him if they want, which we all know they're going to make an offer because, God, they're stupid if they don't. Then again, they're the Knicks. That could, yeah. Um, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then again, another name they you know, talked about. We talked about this off the air once before because we know the rumors are going to come up because hometown. Because apparently in the NBA, if like you're from your hometown, like wherever you're from, if you're a free agent, that's what you're going to sign. Apparently, yeah, um, yeah. 
Well, that's because all the organizations and video teams can can get all the uh, montages cut together with Diddy's coming home. <laughs> right. Everybody <laughs> loves those. And yes. everyone makes like yes. photoshops, like Kevin Durant in Wizards jerseys and Russell Westbrook in Laker jerseys and Blake Griffin in like Oklahoma City jerseys and blah blah blah. Um, this we've kind of discussed Anthony Davis when his time's up in New Orleans, coming to Chicago, oh. and on paper it sounds wonderful. But then again, we're all Bulls fans. We know what this front office is not capable of. And so... Did you say Anthony Davis or Kirk Heinrich? Anthony Davis. <laughs> okay, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, Kirk Heinrich, you're right. Yeah, he'll be Oh, back. absolutely. I mean, I'd love I mean, to have him back. He, I mean, he. the thing, the thing that's about the Pelicans, we're going to have somebody on here in a few weeks, hopefully, talking about the Pelicans. And they're just such an interesting team because they were once the Hornets. And now they're just this weird team that nobody cares about in New Orleans who are holding the best NBA power forward hostage. And he's there for, what, like another three, four years? Yeah. He's he's not going to finish that deal. No. They're going to have to trade him. I mean, and and they've they've failed at building anything around them. I know they have uh, Alvin Gentry down there, who you know I like, but you know unless they do something this season, it it's he's he's gone. Yeah. And it, it is I I don't he is such a talent, and he would I, I think he would fit in pretty much anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> if you you know, so he's one of those guys you just you know, and I would love to see him in Chicago, but don't think it's going to happen. No. I mean, I could. I could see him going up, uh, you know, I mean, he's not going to, I'm trying to think of teams that are going to be up and coming in a few, maybe a Portland Trailblazer, you know. Oh my God, him and Lillard. There we go. Yes, yes. Like a team that's, that's, that's got like a good team or maybe a Boston Celtic team, you know, someplace, someone who's up and coming, you know. I mean, the, obviously the Golden State Warriors are not going to be able to sign him well, unless they trade him for Durant. <laughs> What's the ceiling we gave? How many games Dwight would play in Atlanta? Like a year and a half. So, you know. Oh God, that was such that's such a shit deal. That's such a shit deal. Like I, I am, I am so sad for the people of Atlanta because <laughs> you know he got on TV. This he got on. I know. I wouldn't even. I never thought I would even say that. But like, they're always stuck in traffic. <laughs> they're always stuck in traffic. Like the Braves this, suck. I, I'll give, you know the. Well, they didn't used to. They were right. awesome. <laughs> yes. But, but it, I mean, it's funny because the, the Hawks, I think, have the longest streak of being in the playoffs. And, like the, most, like, the most active streak. I think they've been in there, like, eight or nine seasons. They've been in the playoffs. And they always teeter at, like, the seventh season. And a few years ago, was it two years ago, they had the one really nice overachieving season. And it, they kind of bottomed out. Now Horford's gone. And uh, you got Schroeder down there, who I think is going to be great now that he's not backing up Jeff Teague. So, right. I, I mean, but but Dwight Howard does not help that team at all. Kyle Korver's a year older. I, Millsap's there. Great trade piece. <laughs> For everyone. Everybody's favorite. Some, someone's going to really like him in like a year. <laughs> so <laughs> Atlanta has everybody's favorite Paul. <laughs> That will be the trade the Bulls make. We all go, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what trade could they make that would like make th- that would shake things up? Don't get I'll, Paul I'll trade. I'll trade Dwayne Wade right now for him. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> like, fuck the experiment, Anthony Davis. <laughs> I saw an, exactly. I saw an article today that said um, something about like 
the Cavaliers were still going to try to trade for Wade if they can't get JR. I'm like, well, that's too little too late. I uh, I, I want to throw this out there in, in, the, uh, in the off chance that we might be able to actually coin this phrase. Uh, can we call this roster of Chicago Bulls players the Bullzaro era? Yes. <laughs> or the Bizarro Bulls. Yes, yes. Well, right. like, so if you guys remember, I wrote that article for the site about, like, I don't really know if the Bulls got better or worse. As I'm typing the article and I'm, like, going through everything, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, no, no, everything's, like, when we did the first show, I'm like, everything's fine. They're going to make the playoffs. You know, they'll be okay. And as I'm typing the article and I'm, like, listing, like, their losses and gains, I'm sitting there going, I don't know anymore. <laughs> it's well, like, they're... Their whole season depends on if their young bigs can make a dent in both the rotation and, you know, just production in general. Sure. So, I mean, if if Nikola Meritich or Bobby Portis or uh, Felicio step up, you know, maybe they have a shot. But without one of those guys, like, really doing something or Denzel Valentine just becoming, like, an all-around stud, I, I, I don't know what happens uh, they yeah. they're, they're not good. The Knicks are better, which is so sad. <laughs> on paper, on paper, on no paper, games have been played. Uh, nope, on paper. But they got Porzingis and they got Carmelo, so I, it's it. They're already doing a little better. We got butts, so that's cool. Right. But they got. And I mean, if you ask me, I do think at some point this year Miritich is gone. I think someone makes a trade. Um, but I don't know, man. It's just. It's definitely it's it's nice to not really know what to expect. It's refreshing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like to say that. the least, I I will say that this is very refreshing. Like, don't be wrong, I know what I put in that article, but if the Bulls make the playoffs, I'm gonna be excited. I just don't yeah. expect it. Cause I mean, even like in ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, everyone knew what to expect. Like this time it's just what the what the fuck. Yeah. Like it's it's like the magician that just keeps pulling the never-ending chain of rugs, like rags out of his hat. You're just like, what? What? When does this stop? <laughs> At what point do you run out? When does this end? Can we give the Kings that pick back to get Cousins? Can they make that deal? You mean the pick that we're never going to be able to use? Right. I think, I think it dies like next year or something. <laughs> yeah, I think next year's yeah next year's the deadline. Yeah. So, whatever. I don't yeah. even care. <laughs> Just to reiterate here, this is the Corner 3 Podcast. Be sure to check us out on iTunes by searching the Corner 3. You can check us out on Stitcher, on Google Play. We are all over the darn place now. And the Corner3.net is where we'll be giving you news and articles and freelance stuff on the site as well. And Alex is gone. He's coming back, I hear. Yeah? He's got to come back. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Any, anyways, so who else is getting traded this season, Tim? Who else? If you had to place money on it, money on a player to get traded this year. Hmm. Did Alex just send me something? Hold on. He said, "He said y'all frozen." Is he back? Yes. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> so, who else get traded? What? One, one more player, one more player who's going to get traded, or needs to get traded, or it's just, you know it's going to happen. Hmm. Uh, that's tough. 
I got one for you right here. Okay. okay. Then you guys can throw one more out. Greg Monroe. It's oh, going to happen. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Greg Monroe. Ooh. Where does he go is the question. <sighs> West, maybe? Yeah, I think I, Yeah, I, I think he could probably, like, end up as a backup someplace. That's my bold prediction for him. Yeah. I could see him backing up DeAndre or something on the Clippers oh, if they wanted yeah. to go all in. All in, you know, get a good, like, semi-decent post-up guy I, who doesn't really rebound. <laughs> so, but... <laughs> But but he's he's the exp- it was funny because everybody thought he was going to the Knicks last year. I mean that yeah, was right. that was it. He was going to the Knicks. He was signing. It was like a done deal. They probably talked, you know, the year before illegally somehow. And then like second day, third day, I think of free agency, they're like signs with the Bucks. I'm like that makes no sense. But I'm kind of scared of the Bucks right now because they had that one really good playoff season. Yeah. Or the playoff series against uh, against the Bulls, and like I thought they were going to be fear the super deer, up. man. Oh my god! I mean they, yeah. that was and that was an I mean that was a feisty ass series too. I was like these guys in a year or so they're going to be great, and they didn't make it. So no. I don't know what happens to that team. So it's weird. I think going back to Detroit's a good idea. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I get it. I mean, Detroit's getting kind of stacked right now, so I I fully expect them to be in the playoffs this year. Yeah. So, I mean, they've they've got it going. I mean, you know, one thing that we were not even talking about, which we should be, isn't Brandon Jennings backing up Derrick Rose? In yeah, New York? yes. Yeah. I mean, that's a damn good backup, right? Yeah. I mean, that's going to be one of the things. I mean, it, he he is such a great insurance policy to have on Derrick Rose. Like the Bulls never had a great backup point guard, right? So, so I I, I think that's going to work out really well. I just thought of that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Nate Robinson was fun, but he definitely had the tendency uh, to shoot you out of a game. The oh, the, the Nate Robinson Bull season is one of my top three favorite Bull seasons of all time. Yeah. Because he was just incredible that year. When he blocked LeBron on that layup, oh my god, he was—he had that one game where he was just on. There was a there was a Nate Robinson game, and there was also a John Lucas the Third game. Yes, where, uh, the John and, Lucas the Third and, game, and the and the John Lucas the Third game was my favorite, just because he crossed up LeBron at the like they had to put LeBron on him because he was just on such fire. The and step he did, back, does the step back on him three points, sinks it right in LeBron's grill, and I was like. I love this guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because if you go back and watch that clip, it's at the United Center, if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, The crowd's, like, really quiet as the shot's in the air. And then as soon as it goes in, the place is just, like, goes crazy. Oh, Those it was... Those cool speed was... games are so good. Oh, God, that was such a good one. All right, let's stop talking about the Bulls. We are... I we know, are just, it's just hard. We are... We are an NBA podcast, guys. <laughs> let's let's circle it back. All right. I'm still so, trying to think of guys that could get traded. I uh, mean, well, Ryan Brent, mentioned it with with the Nuggets and everything, and I mean, I'm I'm a fan of this man. So where's Kenneth Farid headed? Uh, he's going to be a backup wherever he goes. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I think he goes down to Orlando because that makes no sense, and that's right. what they're doing right I now. I love that. So <laughs> you're like Frank Vogel, big man. Yes, do it. I love all of those words strung together in that sentence. <laughs> I could see Fareed uh, in Indiana. 
Farid Vucevic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like I that like a lot that. less, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just he's he's going to end up someplace else midseason. I, I'd actually kind of like to see him like maybe on like Houston. I think he would be decent there. You know, I mean, he's not going to help him tremendously, but he's no. not helping the nuts the Nuggets tremendously right now either. So you know, I don't know. I um, you know, I guess the one guy I could really see being moved just because like he hasn't really made an impact yet, but I still think someone's going to take a flyer because they believe they can fix him. Is Michael K. Gilchrist the athletic system's there? Uh, the speed, the agility, everything's there. He's just not does not have a shot. And I think if he gets into a good system where he can be a driver, that he could really be yeah. a, be, a, be a solid basketball player in the league. That that all depends on you know the season that he has this year coming back off his injury. Yeah. And uh, like I think he's he's a decent defender. I mean, uh I'm not going to discount him there. He do, he still doesn't have a shot. I don't know if he's ever going to develop it, but I, I they'll they'll keep him for at least one more year. But he's someone to look, to keep an eye out for. I'll always Alex, be a Kid Gilchrist fan. I think Kid Gilchrist in like I naturally want to say like a Spurs situation, ooh, where ooh. he can really learn and really get like the Kawhi Leonard treatment, where it's sure. like, hey, we're going to make you good. Uh, cause I, I think I would, this is going to be a really weird sentence, but I would put him on any team that George Hill played on because I, for some reason, I feel like that George Hill's one of those guys that was, is a serviceable point guard is, is serviceable, you know, in his positions and everything. And he gets the job done. He knows his talents. He, he is a dude that knows his strengths. And I think that's what Kid Gilchrist needs is a coach to set him down and go, these are your strengths. These are your weaknesses. Stop doing your weaknesses. Yeah, I completely agree. There were times in Kentucky when he looked unstoppable. Yeah. And you know, he just like, at points where I'm like, who really is the better player on the team between the two? And then, of course, like Davis was like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. I got this. And then um, – <laughs> There were t- yeah, so like I still think he has potential to be a, p- a pretty good ball player in the league. I don't know if he'll ever be a superstar. He did once win Rookie of the Month. That was pretty cool. Like, but that's about all he's got on his like resume. <laughs> that's literally about it. He did once win Rookie of the Month, <laughs> right? Especially on that okay. team, man. Like that team has definitely become Kemba's team, obviously. Like, and he's just been what Kemba has developed into. I'm kind of shocked by, honestly. Because I thought he'd be a good NBA point guard, but he's been a very good player for that team. Oh my god, he's been great. Yeah. So he was. He was. Was he an All Star last year? He wasn't an All Star. Uh, I, I think, think he, he was like right team. on the line. Like he was pretty close in the voting. Yeah, he was. He was. He was great last year. He was absolutely fantastic. I thought that he's. I think people kind of wrote him off. And he uh, he can play. He's got some game trade value too. He's uh, yeah. his one moment last year that people really remember though is Steph Curry driving on him, and you see him saying, "Where's the effing help?" <laughs> I always love when players just break down on the court. 
Dude, don't you? you know, you know whoever's directing that game when the audio, if like, cause they're like, oh, he doesn't like that call, so the camera person has to zoom in on him, which means that audio is going to be hot, and then usually <laughs> there's a swear, and then they can't catch it in time. It's just real great. I what love it, it when um, that happens. When Kobe got fouled, like, got in foul trouble that one game, and he like, got the camera on him when he said the he gave a curse and a homophobic slur at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I still think my favorite ever were the Joakim Noah, like, Bulls vs. Heat games, when, like, LeBron's, like, yelling at Mario Chalmers, and Joakim Noah's just sitting there clapping, like, telling him to keep going, and, God, those were great. Yeah. No one, no, no one... <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. I was just saying, now that's all gonna happen in New York. Yeah. Yes, it will. I mean, the, my favorite, my favorite Joakim Noah... Uh, you know, getting under the skin thing was when LeBron was on the bench. No, he was at the free throw line, yes. and Joakim Noah was on the bench talking crap to him, and he actually walked away from the free throw line <laughs> to the bench. No one has ever gotten in LeBron's head like that. Like, he walked over, and he's like, go back to your line. Go back and shoot your free throws, you know? <laughs> he's like, he's like, and he just like, he's like, you're a bitch. You can just see him. He's just going, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. That was a game where the score wasn't really even that close, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it wasn't. Like, it was it like wasn't. the heat blowing them out, and the, he's just like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I I like players that are actually I, – I just – I miss that whole, like, heated era of, you know, I don't want players to like each other. Everyone's too chummy now. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's fun, man. I miss it. I missed that for sure. All right, yeah. so one more one thing we're going to definitely have to touch on this week's episode of The Corner 3. If you're an NBA fan and you are not in a market where you can watch NBA basketball all the time, oh, like, I don't know, us, there are not very many options to watch your favorite team play. Sure, there is, you know, national television. Sure, there is illegal streams on the internet. But to Sean Mackey's distaste, there is also the NBA League Pass. Now, Sean is a former repeat customer of the League Pass, and He's not a fan, so Sean, tell us about your opinion of NBA League Pass. Well, Tim, Alex and I, we were subscribers of NBA League Pass years ago, and uh, that was when it was kind of reasonable. You know, it wasn't super duper expensive, but I mean, it was reasonable, and that was when they first, originally League Pass was, you had to have DirecTV to get it. You know, it was like a Sunday ticket. You know what I mean? And uh, I think, you know, it, it, they were going in the right direction for a while. But now, like last year, their pricing went up even higher. And if you want to watch every NBA game, and when I say every, I put quotations on that. <laughs> because you cannot watch every game on League Pass. And the thing that's... It's really disappointing. Say we lived in Indianapolis, you know, and we wanted to watch, you know, the Pacers. Half of the games would be blacked out, which is crap. Same thing with MLB. Yeah. Same thing with that. I mean, which is which is awful. And, you know, we've gotten to a point where I think they need to find a way around that because it's like here, this is for out of. You know, it's for, you know, out-of-market customers, but out-of-market customers don't want to watch the Indianapolis Pacers. <laughs> so there's, you know what I mean? You know, there's that one weird guy in Denver who's just like, man, gotta have my Pacers hoops, <laughs> you know? But Three things I care about. Pacers hoops, Cardinals 
football. <laughs> exactly. So Nashville's baseball. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so you're screwed either way. And a few years ago, I was uh, surfing around on the underbelly of Reddit, <laughs> and uh, I found. A well, you know, site. Alex is the mayor of the underbelly of Reddit. He is. He yes. really is the. I showed you space dicks once, and you've never forgiven me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> but I was surfing around on there, and this was this was two seasons ago, and I found this really nice website called Ballstreams.com, and it was a pay site that was what we like to refer to as quasi legal, <laughs> and. Uh, it was apparently based out. Were you familiar that with this, Tim? At no, all? I remember it, Alex showed me the clip. Of, like he showed me like a live stream of a game one time on his phone, and I was yeah. pretty sure I was watching HD TV. Yes, yes, it was, it, was, it, it was incredible. And some guys in the Netherlands created this service where you could literally watch every single game. We're talking the ones that are nationally televised, and they had home and away feeds in 1080p. They never failed. They were great. There was a Roku app. There was a, I mean, I mean, there were legit apps for this thing. There was an Android app. I believe there was even a, a there wasn't an, uh, an Apple app, but you could go to the site and just log on, you know, with your credentials and it would work. But those guys, although this only lasted for maybe three or four years, it was the most excellent service. I got to watch all of the commercials as well, because if you're watching NBA League Pass, they black out the commercials. You don't get that. And they just keep playing the same commercials over and over, or they show the scores, and you get really bored of it. And the season that me and Alex signed up for, I think we we were NBA League Pass subscribers for maybe three years. I think it was three, yeah. It was three years. The first season we did it, there was this really strange uh, NBA uh, marketing campaign where there was a guy driving a tiny bus and he had all these people in the bus driving on a basketball court, but they were huge, and the, the people in the bus were about four inches tall. And it was like he was taking them on a tour of an NBA game. I forgot all about this. <laughs> they were terrible. And they played these commercials over and over and over again. Every commercial break, it would just loop the same commercial over and over, and I was just so tired of watching those the entire year. So... The commercials were terrible. So I ended up subscribing to Ball Streams two years ago. Not only do you get to watch every game, but you get to freeze your account for however long you want. So you actually get it for a full 365 days. So I would freeze it on weeks that there were no games. I would freeze it during the summer. I would freeze it during the playoffs because everything was on national television. So I had two full seasons of this beautiful service before they fell apart somehow and disappeared off the internet in some kind of strange manner. It was just, it was bizarre how they left, but um, it was the best service ever. And I really think the NBA could take some pointers from them and they need to somehow find some way to get around these blackout restrictions and stuff. Cause I know in, with the NFL, aren't they, aren't they making progress on that? Tim? There are no blackouts during the regular season. Like, That's great. Because remember, growing up here, when we were kids, the Bengals were never on TV because they never could get people to go to games. Exactly. Right. You don't have to worry about that anymore. So, like, congratulations, they... Dolphins fans. You can watch your team play football. <laughs> and I, I think that's great. But, you know, it's 
we're getting to a point where people aren't subscribing to cable anymore. No. And the only reason why I even have cable and I'm paying some astronomical fee every yes, year, every, every month to uh, the good people at Time Warner is so I can watch basketball right. and have and have NBA TV. And and it is just so disappointing. I I just if I if I could just get a great basketball streaming service with all the things that I want, you know, all of the games. I don't want to have to. Now, the way NBA League Pass is set up now, it's a little bit better than it was in the past. If you do have a cable service now, like Alex, you don't have cable anymore, right? You cut the absolutely cord. not. You got rid of cable. Okay. Yes. So. So for someone like you, even if you bought League Pass, you couldn't watch the other games. You'd still have to have a cable subscription to log into TNT or ESPN or those other sites. Now, if there's a if there's a nationally televised game, you click the link and it'll take you to your other app, your ESPN app, your TNT overtime app or whatever, which is nice and everything. But I want to be able to pay for something and just have it and just get rid of cable. Yeah, which sure. Is com- it's complete. I mean, we're we're at an age where you know I think that's one of the main reasons why people even are subscribing to cable is because of sports, because they want to see it live. I don't watch games after they happen. I can't do it. It's a sickness. But um, <laughs> I'm the same way. Like I have to watch it live or it's dead to me. You know, I can't go back and watch like a full game or anything. I can watch highlights, but you know, there's a lot of guys like like someone like Zach Lowe who's on ESPN who gets paid a million dollars a year to just analyze the game over and over. He watches, I think, every game. You know, I think he watches like eight hours of basketball a day to be able to come up with the stuff he says. I can't do that. <laughs> you know, so that's not my job. But you know, it's I I want to be able to to watch games. Anywhere I want, you know, wherever I'm at, with no blackout restrictions, I don't want to pay two hundred dollars a year for it, which I think is just insane. That that's the thing is the price kept going up, but the features kept dropping. Yeah, it's like you know, I I don't I don't want to I don't want to pay that much. Yeah, and like if you wanted to do a single team last season, they don't have the pricing up for this year, but I'm sure it'll be the same or more. I'm guessing probably more, but a team pass is one hundred and twenty. So if you just want to watch the Pacers and you live in Denver, you can pay as you them, do. <laughs> as you do, you can pay them $120 and you can watch all of their out of market games, you know. You know, so uh, I think that's great and everything, but $120 for one team and they also brought out the option last season for a single game pass. If you want to watch a single game that's not on TNT, ESPN, NBA TV, or ABC, you can pay six ninety nine to watch one game, which is insane. And this is what's driving people to piracy. You know, I totally, I totally understand people that are hanging out on you know first row sports, clicking away from all those 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 ads. You know, just trying to. Trying to watch it get dicier every time. Oh God, it's awful. I mean, I don't even it's go the to the site anymore. But Dude, there's um, always that guy on Periscope that's like, "Oh, you want to watch this NBA game?" And you're like, "Yes, Periscope, I do. Thank you." Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. I like the Periscope guys. I just don't like when the only one there is like some guy at a party with all of his friends, and he's just like, and everyone's just like, "Man, move the phone up. Can't see it. Can't see it. Can't see it." And then just some guy with a mustache comes in and gives you a thumbs up, and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> There's that, and then there's the guy that's, like, typing comments the whole time, and it's going up your feet as you're watching the game, and you're like, dude! I, I also exactly. like when 
all the thumbs up come in and everyone goes, dude, stop thumbs up and it, it'll get, that's how people find out. And it's just thumbs up. <laughs> it's just like, no, that's the opposite. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, it's funny. Like there's a, um, there's a, um, a media server. I don't know if you guys are familiar with called Cody. It's uh, it's gotten really popular, but there are plugins where you can watch NBA games, and they're clear streams, but it's not legit. They're not great, you know. And I just want something that's 1080p, you know. I I, I think it's time the NBA took a page out of the ball streams, you know, script and just did it right because those guys were fantastic. None of their servers went down. Two two feeds of every game. Sometimes there was three. Sometimes if they had a nas- if it's nationally televised, they would have home, away, and national. And especially, I was like, this is great. Especially because I think Fox Sports One has that deal. They definitely have a, if you have PlayStation View, where you can like go on Fox Sports One, you can pull up any Fox Sports One network and watch like if like there's a basketball game that night or like any sport event, you can watch that from PlayStation View. Cool. I did not. And know speak, speaking of you, man, I, I'm sure you have not taken advantage of this as I did. Uh, but you have a free week to try it out. Really? So yeah, everyone. I'm pretty sure they're doing free trials for view for new accounts and everything. Uh, yeah, I did it during WrestleMania last year, so I could watch the Raw after Mania. But uh, nice. yeah, you got it free for a week. I can't. It's super easy to cancel uh, and is everything for, too. Uh, is this for Plus members? It might be. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but the nice thing is, is just do the uh, like do the highest like max end uh, type of account you have. You have it for a week. I mean, you get their max end cable service. So yeah. maybe we're checking out. It's not so terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to get it. Like when I get my own place and stuff. So that's on the goal list. Uh, so speaking of plus members, if you guys didn't catch out last week on the fast break. I, myself, Tim Daniels, an interview previewing NBA 2K17. And you can check that out there. I talk with Brian Mazik at Forbes.com. And he gives us the excitement of expansion mode and everything coming up on the on the shoot game there. Like, holy hell, all the details are ridiculous for that if you haven't read up on it already. Um, we've also touched base on our uh, what's going on so far here. We have interviewed, uh, touched base with some teams for the Phoenix Suns, the Denver Nuggets, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, we will have up this week Harrison Fagan of... Um, SilverBaldScreen.com, talking the Lakers. So that will be up this week. Um, today was Kobe Bryant Day. I think he said he was celebrating from a mistake by going and missing 70% of his shots today at the gym. So <laughs> right on. I like that. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kobe, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's funny, like, he's he, – how old is he? 38? 38. 39? He's 38 years old and his career's over with. What would that be like? Right. He was in the league for yeah, 20 years. You think about years. that. He was in the league for 20 years. Like, he's got his, he's got his whole life ahead of him, and he, he's finished playing basketball. I mean, it's a, <laughs> what an amazing life. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't, have, I didn't have any good Kobe jokes. <laughs> exactly. I'm really bummed. I, was I know. To, I know. I was trying to think of a good Kobe joke, but I couldn't think of one. Eh, what can you do? Yeah. What can you do? But I think with that being said, unless you guys have anything else we can touch on, we can go ahead and rock out this week's edition of the Corner 3. Sounds good, Tim. Awesome. So, what? <laughs> I, like, edited my own voice. I was like, sounds good, uh, Tim. <laughs> like, Give me a stroke on air. <laughs> 
That's what it was. I need to go to sleep. That's yeah. what it is. I hear you. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in this week and checking out our talks on the NBA trade rumors, Sean's opinion of NBA League Pass, and we don't have to talk any more Olympic basketball for two more years till the FIBA championships. So we have be sure to check out this week. We'll have an interview up with Harrison Fagan previewing the LA Lakers. Uh, we'll be touching base pretty soon. We have a few teams booked in there, so we're working on. We are busting ass to bring you guys really awesome guests. So, everyone, thank you for tuning in, keeping this going. Be sure to check us out at thecorner3.net, and have a good night. See you guys. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the Corner 3 Podcast, weekly tales of the NBA's hardwood from the suburbs of Cincinnati. Be sure to add us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and check out our brand new website at thecorner3.net.